and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith, and thank you for listening. My natural instinct is to wait for David, even when he is not here. Uh, so, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, and David is not here. He recorded without me. I asked him to wait for me. That's not true. Uh, because I wasn't at WonderCon, uh, we went ahead and, and recorded without me. So, thank you to, uh, to him for doing that. And to swap it out, he's not here for this episode so I had to bring in two guests to cover for one David. Uh, and the guests are Pat Francis. Hello. And Mike Siegel. Hello. All right. So uh, we are going to talk about Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, three years ago, we talked about Man of Steel, and I thought, we got to get those guys back. <laughs> and they were so eager to do it. Uh, but before we do that, we do want to talk a little bit about our, our sponsors. So this episode is sponsored by Mubi, which is a curated online cinema that, pre uh, that uh, presents independent international uh, films that, uh, that are, as, as I said, it's curated. They... Um, the movie creators, they pick 30 movies. Well, there's 30 movies at any given time. They pick a new movie a day. And then after 30 days, it goes away. So this is like the online version of the video store clerk who recommends things. To yes. You. Okay. And you know what? Here's the thing. It sounds strange. One of the reasons that I love, and, and I've told this to listeners before, but I, I do stand by it. One of the reasons that I love movie is that... There's something to be said for a limited selection, but you know that the people that run the place, they recommend them. It's not a limited selection of whatever we could get the rights to. It's a limited selection of, of we wanted this and we got the rights. And so there's a new there's always 30 movies. Uh, and so a new movie comes in every day. You have 30 days to watch it and then it goes away. So you have a limited time, limited selection. And it's weird to be emphasizing limited but i know but like i have movie and it's super helpful uh <laughs> to do that so uh i'm just, okay let me think of the the other talking points i got distracted mike yeah you distracted me but you know what you distracted me with a relevant question yes i'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving more uh you know <laughs> i appreciate that giving more time to the sponsor that's uh, yeah. i do appreciate that and uh, and the sponsor and but so wait, does movie. there's more <laughs> that's true there <laughs> is if you, use, if you use their mobile apps what? you can Why download the phone here <laughs> You can download films. Literally hold yes, the phone, hold the phone. offline. Uh, and so uh, it is $4.99 a month. But because you're friends of Battleship Pretension, if you go to movie.com slash Battleship, you get your first month for free. So, uh, Or you can just click on the ad at BattleshipPretension.com. Uh, we love what Mubi does, and we highly recommend them. I use this, the service. Uh, so check it out, movie.com slash Battleship. Now, can you spell Mubi for us? M-U-B-I. Okay. That's See, I wasn't going that way. Okay. M-U-B-I. Okay. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Mike? I was going M O O B I E. Yeah, I mean, yeah. With some, there's a couple of Y's in there. Yeah. <laughs> M U B I. Uh, that might be the uh, most important information. Yes, that that's, gave true. that's true. Uh, now, we do have another sponsor. This is very exciting. It is a film called An Eye for Beauty. Now, this is a, uh, I want to make sure I get all this right, so I'm going to be reading this. Uh, so get ready for some, some poetry here. Not actual poetry, but you know what I mean. Like the city of New York in Woody Allen's Manhattan. An Eye for Beauty, the newest film from an from Academy Award-nominated director, not sure if I'm getting this, the pronunciation right, uh, Denise Arcand, is a stirring portrait of, uh, of and love letter to his home province of Quebec, or Quebec, Quebec. as I've heard. Uh, yeah, you're the travel guy. You know, is it Quebec? Nah, say what you want. <laughs> Quebec, Quebec, they, they accept them both. 
as Pardo would say, live your life. Yeah, live your life. Go ahead. It's fine. Uh, an eye for beauty follows Luke. That's L-U-C. Oh, very follows, French. Good, yeah. Very French. Follows Luke, a young aspiring architect with a budding reputation. Together with his wife, Stephanie, the couple lives a seemingly perfect life in the beautiful Quebec countryside. Uh, when Luke travels to Toronto on a business trip, he meets and falls for Lindsay, oh, a boy. mysterious woman oh, whose quiet boy. yet captivating beauty threatens to turn his life upside down. A visually stunning drama complete with Arkan's signature razor-sharp wit and social commentary, an eye for beauty gazes into the perils of modern domestic life. The film is as intelligent and wry as only the best of Arkan's films can be, offering a series of contemplations on man's long-standing battle over love, sex, and marriage. Uh, An Eye for Beauty stars relative newcomers Eric Bruno and Melanie Murkowski, uh, along with, uh, oh, Caesar-winning actress Melanie Thierry and Marie-José, uh, C-R-O-Z-E, Crozet. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a little I'm iffy on that one. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, the 2003 Cannes Best Actress winner. Okay. Uh, An Eye for Beauty Beauty opens in New York on April 15th at the Lincoln Plaza Cinemas and in Los Angeles on April 22nd. So go to aneyeforbeautyfilm.com for a complete list of cities to buy your tickets now. There is also a very sultry ad at battleshippretension.com. So I would suggest, you know, getting an eyeful. Is the film in French? And uh, with subtitles? Let's take a look here. <laughs> I would suggest you pre-record all these things in advance. Drop them in <laughs> after your guests have gone. That well, what I, would I like to tell you, I, I, I want you guys to know as well. Oh, well, we would know Our, when we listen to the That's why I'm trying episode. to engage with, by asking questions. <laughs> I'm just trying to be quiet or else I, this, I'll make this go even longer. Yeah, this will go long. <laughs> Anything that I add Sorry. will only make it go longer. Oh, well, now they regret uh, sponsoring. I'm just impressed with people who have sponsors. Mm. It's very, it's very I've exciting. never had one. It's Me very neither. exciting. Um, and they approach us. That's so great. thanks uh, to everybody, uh, the, the team behind An Eye for Beauty. An Eye for Beauty. Very exciting. No so it's approaching um, us, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Maybe because you're, uh, you're impatient. Maybe because you're not willing to give time to the sponsors live on air because you want to oh, drop God. stuff if, in. If they tried to sponsor me for anything, I would give them all the time. Give them all the time they want. Please. Um, but yeah, it, does, it actually does not say here uh, if it is in French with English subtitles. If I had to guess, I would say, I would yes. say both. I okay. would say it's in French and English. Just a hunch. Um, but you know what? I will find they are going to be sponsoring us for the month of uh, for the next four weeks. Oh, so terrific. I will look into it and I will, I will try to provide more information <laughs> next week. All right. right. All right. These, now then. These might be better like in a blog than uh, like live on the... What? What? Like these, ads? Yeah. Like maybe anything where I don't have to hear them. Okay. I'm sorry. What do you have, what do you have against Tyler making... Nothing. Money. You know, nothing. This and by the way, you have nowhere to be today. I know. <laughs> I don't. Nothing to do. Also, here's the thing. Haven't when showered. it comes right down to it, I like when my guests are good sports. <laughs> so our friend Mike here yeah. did not want to be here. Did, well, did not want to talk about the film. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to see this movie. Mike yeah. is not a comic book guy, not a superhero guy. <laughs> well, that You're being said, I, fine with it. I saw Deadpool and enjoyed it. Oh, Deadpool sure. is amazing. I like Deadpool. So uh, this you, one. You said Deadpool? I did. Did you like it? Yes, for the most part. At times I thought it was trying a little too hard to be clever. Yeah. But for true. the most part it worked out. I laughed a lot. Those opening credits are great. Pretty solid. Yeah. And Ryan, like, and Ryan Reynolds, like, yeah. there, there are lines that are only okay that mm-hmm. he sells and makes me laugh solely through his delivery. Uh, Mike Schmidt pointed out something that since you don't see Deadpool's mouth move, mm-hmm. they can put current jokes into that almost up until 
Yeah, the week of true. release, they could if they thought, oh, making a Trump reference, exactly. And, yeah, which is pretty neat. <laughs> That's true, and I didn't even think about. That. I didn't think about that either. So, Mike, you hate Superman. You I never hate said Batman. I, <laughs> you, you don't like Spider Man. You, you know. want to punch Iron Man in the Absolutely. teeth. You're a big fan of <laughs> Thor. That's the thing that I know. Oddly about. enough, yes, Thor. Oddly <laughs> enough, Thor, bare chested Thor. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we are talking about. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, and by the time this episode goes up, it'll be a little bit later. So a lot of the conversations Spoiler have filled. already have already happened, but it also frees us up to say yes. so we can spoil we, we can everything. talk about everything. Absolutely. Okay. So I, I would like to start by saying this. Okay. And you and, and people should know you are a huge Batman guy. Huge Batman guy, and I like Superman. Uh character's been around what, seventy five years? Yeah. They're ingrained in, I mean, if you show a picture, someone a picture of the Beatles, Jesus, Batman and Ra Batman and Superman, e everyone's going to know who those people are. Yes. Maybe you throw Hitler in there too. The, everyone's going to know who Hitler is. Yeah. They might actually be a little iffy on Jesus. Yeah. True. Yeah, right. <laughs> true. But, uh, and I didn't throw that in because of you. I, <laughs> that was actually. You it. threw it in because it's Zack Snyder made a Superman right. movie. No. Mm -hmm. And that's what he does. Here's what I want to say about this. Okay. This is not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. So if you come up to me and try to tell me that it's good, we're going to have some trouble. Okay. <laughs> now, if you come up to me and tell me, hey, I liked it, well, then I can't argue with your personal taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I just saw a movie called uh, London is Falling. Ooh. I would never tell Why? you that. I would never. Uh, Pilar had the writers on her podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. So Big um, fans. <laughs> yeah. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. I Big would, fans. I would never <laughs> tell you that that's a good movie, but I will tell you that I enjoyed it. Okay. I liked it. It did exactly what I thought but it would, yeah, was supposed to do. Real ride. Uh, yeah, were a couple parts cheesy. Yeah, with some of the acting over the top, sure. But there was a car chase. It was amazing. And uh, But I would not tell you that's a good movie. I wouldn't even mm -hmm. tell you to go see it. I would just say, I saw it, and I enjoyed it, and I liked it. Yeah. Will I buy it from my DVD shelf? No. Yeah. <laughs> but the time I spent in the theater was good. Okay. So, but anyway, I just don't think this is a good movie. Agree or disagree? Thoughts? In terms of filmmaking, you don't think this is a, like script and... I like the way... Here's what I... I okay. saw it with a, uh, a lady friend of mine. Watch out. Well, that's what you like. And, uh, holding hands, getting busy. Right. And it's like, I like that part of the movie where, uh, where I was making out with a woman. Uh, One of the best parts. No, but, um, a woman who was, you know, she's a lady. And uh, we whoa, saw Deadpool whoa, whoa, together. Whoa, so it's not lady. like she hates... You know, she'd like Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, this one, we, we walked out, and the first thing she said was, wow, that was so dark. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you're right. There was, it was missing a lot of fun. Well, the and I think it was just, that what, that's what got me for a comic book movie, and it would in, in itself mm. should be fun. Well, the, the number one thing I it think- It was so serious. Is, that's what, why so serious? Why so serious? <laughs> Superman is-, is day and batman is night so mm -hmm. there needs to be light and dark in a movie with them both together so yeah. that there can be some contrast and if you make everyone dark yeah everyone sinister everyone brooding there's no levity in it there's no no it's just i mean think of the marvel movies the marvel movies are really fun but then mm -hmm. they also get serious and there's also there's an element of danger you know at times and someone's going to be yeah. in trouble and this movie's just so well. Ugh. The one who played Lex Luthor, the Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse um, Eisenberg looked like he was at least trying to have some fun. He was having fun. He yeah. was having fun. Everybody else was just—it was so serious. And uh, 
Yeah, it just didn't. It doesn't seem like anybody was having fun in the whole thing, except him a little bit. I mean, we can we can start we can start at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Everyone knows Batman's origin, origin, yes. and Superman. They know. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone. We don't need. Why do we need to see that over and over and over and over again? We don't need to see it. Well, because we, huh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> talking about this film exhausts me uh, because we need to see we need to hear the name Martha we don't need to though no we don't we could easily we, we might if as you well, walked we, up to the grave and, well, and Martha's written on there right, right. It need to, we might as well jump to that part the part in the movie where Batman and Superman finally come together yeah is they're fighting Superman's on the losing end, and he basically kind of pleads. He could have pleaded more. That would have been really great to see yeah. Superman beg for Batman not to kill him. Yeah. Uh, because Lex Luthor has Superman's mom, and he's going to kill Superman's mom if Superman doesn't bring him the head of Batman. Yeah. Right? Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah. And this this was interesting because I didn't even realize Superman's mom and Batman's mom both have the same first name. Yeah. And I did not really ever realized never that. realized it. i bet the writers stumbled upon that and they were like hold the fucking <laughs> so um i bet they came across that fact and wrote the movie around it probably right. yeah so <laughs> but here's the flaw so superman says to batman you know lex luther has superman says lex luther has martha which you would never refer to your mom with her first name nope. like if, if someone i would never say Lex Luthor has Lucy. <laughs> you would never say that. He, that scene should have been Lex Luthor has my mom. Yeah. And Batman a, could have said, what's her name? And he could have said Martha. And then you just have a flash of the Thomas and Martha Wayne tombstones yeah. in his head. And then Batman just says, I'll go get her. Or it's something. But instead, Lex, Lex has my mother. And Batman's like, hey, wait a second. I remember something bad happening to my mother. <laughs> yeah. That's enough. That's enough. You don't, and you don't need Lois to like pop her head in and go, like Batman That's says, his mother. who's Martha? Why are you saying that? Who's Martha? <laughs> and all of a sudden, just like Lois like pops in to frame almost. She's like, that's his mom. That's his mother's name. It's like, shut up. <laughs> it's his mother. Okay, I'll show myself out. Yeah. Well, the problem I had with the whole premise of that thing was the setup of it was... We see earlier that Superman, when Lois is in trouble in the depths of Africa, yes, yeah. she's in trouble, and in a second, he's there. He's around the world, boom, yeah. saves her. But his own mother gets thrown into a van, hogtied in, in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> no idea. Has no I, idea his mom's in trouble. I would say if there's one person in the world that Superman would kill for, it would be like as soon as Lex says, I have your mother and we'll kill her. He, he laser blasts that guy's yes. head off <laughs> and is at his mother's side in three seconds. <laughs> you know, so the x-ray vision can't find yes. his mom so taped to a I chair. Know. I mean, so there's, there's, there's just so many, many flaws with this movie. So many. I mean, it's filled with. So here's, here's what I'll say. You, you enjoyed say, it more than both of us. I, I did. So I liked virtually everything. Batman. I liked Ben Affleck. I love Jeremy Irons, but I like Jeremy Irons in general. Mm -hmm. um, I like the design of the bat suit. Mm -hmm. I like the voice. Mm -hmm. um, I like a lot of what they give Batman to do. I like the opening scene where he is like trying to protect people in the midst of Metropolis. That's cool. I do like that. Mm -hmm. I like the addition that 
that uh, Metropolis and uh, Gotham City are, are, next, uh, are across next the, a bridge to each other. Yeah, it's like San Francisco and Oakland. <laughs> I don't Gotham like that. City. I, I really don't. Knew they were right I next really to each don't other. like that. But um, I but, did. And people are like, I remember reading stuff. Affleck is he's a great Batman. I'm like, well, first of all, you put any you put any of us in that suit, and we're gonna look cool. Mm. Okay, so let's get. Okay, first of all, when he's Batman, most of the time he's driving or flying. Yeah. So all you really get to see is like, uh, uh, like him holding a steering wheel. And like, uh, uh. Then the main scene where he does some real cool Batman stuff is when he takes down all those guys. That's a pretty good scene. Is it though? Because it's in so, the flashback. You mean no, not in the flashback. It's when he is getting one of the eighteen Alfred, flashbacks. Alfred, yeah, there's like three dream sequences or flashbacks, or whatever you want to call them, which is horrendous. Oh, when they yeah. drop him on the second floor and he busts up through the third floor yeah. and fights all those guys, it's so poorly lit. It's so dark. The cape is whipping around, mm-hmm. and it's so fast that I actually didn't even know what was going on. And and the reason I hated it is because I'm comparing it with the Netflix Daredevil series, right. where those one-on-one fights it'll be daredevil against 10 guys in a in a fully lit hallway those things are fucking amazing (laughs) amazing the choreography the choreography you can see everything that's going on and that batman scene just felt it just felt so lifeless compared to a television show and it's the old bad kung fu uh thing where it's like 20 yeah. people around and they have to come one at a time yeah yeah <laughs> and they have guns but they don't fire them at them in dare you know, it's just like in daredevil they shoot at them they come at them more than yeah. one at a time they have knives they have it's insane it's ins- i can't even talk i'm making up new words it's insanity <laughs> it's insanity so i so I know that Ben Affleck can be a good Batman. I don't know that he was anything special in this. Like, I didn't like the scene where Bruce Wayne infiltrates Lex Luthor's house to get a file. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to see Bruce Wayne do that. I want to see Batman do that. I want to see Batman, like the scene in The Dark Knight when he went to Japan That's and him and scene. Lucius Fox break into that building. Because Bruce Wayne lets uh, Wonder Woman's character get that file from him. Batman's not letting anyone have that file from him, yeah. but Bruce Wayne can't like all of a sudden f- he runs after her and she disappears. Ah. So <laughs> I do think he was, I, I genuinely I, think he was a good Bruce Wayne. I thought he was a good Batman. And there are, there is one moment in the film that gave me chills. What was it? And, uh, and credits. It's uh, <laughs> it's when Batman's it's in the It's, it's at the beginning of the Batman Superman fight where Batman says men are brave. No, oh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's a, a good really line. powerful scene. And, that's a good line, and that's a delivery thing. That's yeah. a, it's a good line, but also he, he delivers it like with the amount of he says, of, "You're not brave, like, men are brave." Yeah, man, really powerful. Um, that's one moment in a two and a half hour yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I think he can, but I don't know how Ben Affleck goes and makes a solo Batman film that kicks ass, and then they reintroduce him into this Justice League world where it's going to be kind of like you know this again which speaks to i think the larger problem with what warner brothers is doing like yeah they're they're they're, they're starting to, with the avengers basically yeah they're trying to be marvel in i mean marvel's been doing this since 2008 yeah they, they just they've they been doing have, it for eight years yeah, they don't have the patience no. so now it's going to be now that like the justice league has been established and i recognize that there are individual movies after the avengers yeah but this movie ends with we're gonna get it we got to get everyone together mm-hmm. that one was okay we did what we can now let's all separate yep. so it makes uh-huh. a little bit more sense when um when i saw the avengers movie 
first of all, the, the theater, when I saw the Avengers movie, was at a fever pitch. Mm-hmm. Everyone was so excited because they had yeah. built all this good yeah. faith up. The first time that um, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor were in frame together, I got like chills. I'm getting chills talking about it. It was amazing. In this movie, the first time I see Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman together, uh, they showed it to me in the trailer, first of all. Yeah. So who cares? And I, I didn't, I was just like, when's this movie going to be over? Because that's like two hours in. We see Wonder Woman at the two hour mark. First yeah. time we see Batman is at the one hour mark. Is that true? Yes. Because I, I go, looked at my watch when it started and I looked at my watch the first time we saw Batman. We see Bruce Wayne. Sure. We see the Batcave, see Alfred. Yeah. Uh, this movie's, where this movie is the most flawed is that when this screenplay was turned in and everyone involved read it and signed off on it, that's when, that's the biggest problem because yeah. there's so many problems in the script. And, but they were like, we got to make it. We got to get it out there. We'll try to fix stuff as we go along. You can't do that. Yeah. Like every single producer, the, the studio, Zack Snyder, everyone signed off on, on that yeah. script. And it's not good. Yeah. It's, and a lot of people have been talking about like the logical flaws. And those don't bother me. You know, it's a superhero movie. Well, there's nothing logical gonna, about it, yes. Yes. Superman. But, but, he's he's yeah. flying. But when the logical flaws are an extension of of bad character motivation. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I'll go ahead and let us we'll we'll we're going to jump around a lot. I'll talk about Lex Luthor. A character who as far as I can tell, though they do try to give him motivation, has no actual motivation. I don't know why he does anything. Yeah. <laughs> he to me and that, why he hates Batman and Superman so much. Yeah. Yeah. He uh that to me his portrayal of Lex Luthor could have been in the Joel Schumacher Batman and Robin movie. I mean, it's that over the top and it doesn't, it doesn't, I never felt he doesn't have any weight as far as a villain. Like I didn't Mm. feel scared of Lex Luthor. I didn't feel like he was even a threat. Like if you cast someone like Mark strong, well, yeah, as Lex Luthor, I don't mind that they wanted to make Lex young either because Michael Rosenbaum did an amazing job in Smallville Mm -hmm. as a young Lex Luthor. That guy was evil and you were like, oh, man, this guy's doing some shit. Jesse Eisenberg, I didn't even, I, I didn't get that performance at all. Mike, your thoughts? Well, I'm saying this is like someone, I mean, you're heavily into the comic books, and I don't know, were you a big comic book guy growing up? And no, I, don't I, know the, I was an X-Men guy. I don't know, okay. I don't know the backstories on all these things. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of going in as a movie, just wanting to have sure. a good time. But the whole thing played out to me at the end of it. It's like, well, this was just a giant set up for this Justice League thing that they were going to get. I don't know why Wonder Woman was in it at all. She added nothing to the script. I don't either. Nothing to the story. She was a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And my problem has always been with Superman that he's just perfect on surface. Boring. He's an extremely boring. He's perfect. Yep. There's no dark side to him. There's no, and he's invincible. Yeah. So it's when someone's invincible, you know, he could kill everybody. He's going yeah. on trial. Like, yeah. he, does he have a lawyer? Does he, you know, no, Superman no. needs to answer? He's like, hey, uh, yeah, they, the they, hell with you people. I'll, yeah, yeah. I can do anything. You realize that. Yeah. I could do anything. If, I could if at the end save of the, everyone. Yes. I, could, I could save all of, you know, I could cure terrorism. Yeah, like, no one to do that. I could do that. This was never going to happen. Superman, you're found guilty. Take Superman into custody. Yeah. You, <laughs> and do what? Put him where? Yeah. Right. I like the idea. It's like, it's like, uh, we find the defendant guilty and he says, yeah, I'm not, I'm leaving. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. well, the, uh, then, and that's the thing where, I mean, I like, 
how they were kind of touching on that thing because we talked about in the first Superman, yeah. the last one. All the God imagery, all the, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, literally, he's floating down. I think I heard harps in one. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he's it's like, you know. And I like the fact that what what does this mean that someone is, if someone came down and was all powerful like that. Yeah. The world is a pretty religious place. And yeah. And would, like, worship this yeah, God. God-like. Yeah, God-like. There's a big answer. There's there's a lot of questions in there. And I think there's a movie in that. Yes, yeah. there is. They of, tr- you know, and just like, okay, so maybe half the people worship. And the other half of the people would go, this is, like, evil. Yeah, this like could sacrilege. kill all of us, yeah. you know? Yep. And then, you know, I like that they touched, they touched on it, but they didn't, they just kind of dropped. They you, took, you actually could have had, sorry to get all, all Christian-y about it. Amen. Given it is Sunday, exactly. Can yeah. we, should we say it's that's Sunday? true? I'm, we're, I'm doing this instead of uh, going to church. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. Did, uh, I was told there'd be bagels here. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how we do things in the Protestant okay. church. Okay, um, donuts. I don't know what you do. Wafers. <laughs> you got to eat a lot of those wafers okay, okay. to get full at all. Probably. Um, but no, I thought it would be interesting. And yes, this this might be a. a, a a distraction from the main story, but it's not like the main story had a laser focus <laughs> right. or anything. No. Um, I could see people thinking that Superman was literally the Antichrist. Yes. Yeah. Because when you look at like uh, people's uh, theories about what the Antichrist will be, he's someone that brings everyone together and looks noble. And that everyone can agree, because I've heard people say like, oh, Obama's the Antichrist. Like, eh, half the people don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not yeah. someone that will bring everyone together. Like, right. as opposed to somebody like uh, Tom Hanks you know, or something <laughs> right. like everyone agrees that Tom Hanks is great. Uh, but like Superman, a guy who's all powerful can do tremendous mm-hmm. things and everybody can get on board with at the very least his intentions. Yeah. And he just seems pure. I could see other people being like, this man is, yeah. you know, yeah. This is Damien, Damien from the Omen, basically. Well, sadly, the carnage that Superman, the Superman character created in Man of Steel is the catalyst for people, some people not liking him yeah. and not trusting him. If he would have like saved the world in Man of Steel and no one got injured, not even, not even a mouse, yeah. it would have been like amazing. Superman's the best. Yeah. So Zack Snyder wanted to set that up, obviously, that he, for Batman to think that this guy could be a threat, unless our moms have the same name. <laughs> so yeah you have a mommy so do I I just hate the fact that the guy friends. someone who was all powerful with all the suffering in the world spends 8 to 10 hours a day in a newspaper <laughs> office yeah. do, do, you know making what minimum wage or whatever the hell he does it's just like you could you could cure you know yeah. child trafficking or whatever it is oh, yeah. you could do yeah. everything he could go yeah stop you nuclear war you want to convince the world could, put him on your side do all that he wouldn't even need a job he build could a go, dam and you know and save <laughs> he could go to the middle east and steal uh, blood money yes. and then live off that kill all the terrorists you yes. could do what you could yeah. do it also does he need food I don't, I don't even know. know if he needs food. I don't think he needs shelter. I don't think he needs food. No. He can just go to his fortress of solitude and live <laughs> yeah. there. Although I guess maybe he doesn't want to live in solitude. That's understandable. But at yeah. the same time, like... And watch Kevin Costner snack rocks <laughs> for some reason. What the hell? He could fly some hot chicks up there for the weekend. Yes. Um, the, uh, He's got a girlfriend. What? Let's, let's start at the beginning. It's two. Um, <laughs> there's a scene at the beginning where Lois Lane is in the Middle East. And she gets kidnapped or captured. Yeah. She's with... Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. She's with Jimmy Olsen and Jimmy Olsen gets killed. Yeah. This shot is in the face. Shot in the face. This is right at the beginning of the movie. Now, now we don't know. I didn't know that was Jimmy Olsen. Well, I, that's it was the thing. Just, I think it's in the credits. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. they, they, they haven't, 
all there were no stakes in that because they haven't built up the an audience relationship with Jimmy Olsen to where we were like, you know, there were no emotional. I stakes. thought it was just some dude, I right? It, that yeah. was Jimmy Olsen, but but we don't we didn't get to say like, oh my god, Jimmy Olsen just got killed. We there was no, I was just like, I think that was Jimmy Olsen. Nah, okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, that's how lame it is immediately. And also, uh, okay, so like, this is what I'm talking about. This is a logical flaw that is a function of character motivation or yeah. a flaw with the character, but not like a flawed character. I yeah. mean, they didn't write the character well, which is Superman does show up to that skirmish after a guy is shot in the face, a, 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 a seemingly innocent person yes. is shot in the face yep. the, and he can show up like that. I just snapped everybody. <laughs> yep. Um, and one would th- so he can do that. Mm-hmm. He seems to know that there's trouble, but no, he'll show up when Lois is in trouble. Like that scene would have been more powerful if the guy goes to shoot him in the face. Mm-hmm. But uh oh, uh, Superman has has not necessarily caught the bullet, but like he stood in front of him or he ha- he grabbed the gun so that it wouldn't fire. Whatever it is, but no, it's just like no, no, no. That guy's I'm okay with him being dead. Uh, but Lois, you go after my girl, yeah. and you're in trouble. And she's like, that's not. I don't. I don't care much about like being super faithful to certain concepts of character. I'm fine with adapting the character to whatever you want him to be. Right. But like this looks like a Superman who really, when it comes right down to it, he cares about about the people that he loves, and that's fine. But he cares about them much more than everybody. The else, needs of the, ex- yeah, the yeah. The needs of the like many a, Superman outweigh yeah, yeah. the needs of uh, Lois or your mom. Except even. when his yeah, his mom is just thrown into the back of a van. And by the way, Superman's mom still has to sling hash in a diner in Kansas. <laughs> yep, doesn't take and care it, of her. It just gra- and they just grab her and throw her in a van. Like um, he has no concept. Like the other woman in his life, the only other person he loves. Maybe even more than Lois. And the the has no idea. Has the, no idea where the, the portrayal of Clark Kent. There's no difference between Superman and Clark Kent. Like he he doesn't play him bumbling. He doesn't play him. Right. You know he's a good looking guy who has gigantic glasses on. Yeah. Those glasses are gigantic. Yeah. Anyway. But there's no. There's no Hi, way everybody. Any, anyone. Harry Carey. Yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't change his voice. He doesn't change. It's just he. Right. No one would ever not know. That yeah. he was, yeah. Clark Kent was Superman. That was the other thing. But Lex Luthor knew, yeah, because he's and, you and, know uh, he's got. It's as plain as the glasses on your face. And Lex, hey, watch out. and Lex Luthor knew Bruce Wayne was Batman. You know, but we never find out how he knows. Yes, that would have been interesting. Nobody uh, else um, knows except he does. There's um again. There's no. There's no joking. There's no humor in the whole movie until like the third act, where now they wedge a bunch of stuff in like. When Wonder Woman comes, it's in the trailer, and 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 one of them says, "Is she with you?" And the other guy goes, "I thought she was with you." Yeah. So that's a joke. Now in a Marvel movie, boom, that's a home run. Yeah. Also, uh, when Batman sees the Doomsday Monster, and we'll get to that in a minute, he says, "Oh shit." Yeah. And I hated that mm-hmm. because Batman has held a bloodied, dead Robin in his arms that the Joker has killed with with a. Uh, with a crowbar. Mm. So seeing another freaky thing isn't going to make Batman say, oh shit, no. in my opinion. And he says it with kind of a panicky kind of thing. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I could actually live with a, a world where like, ah, shit. Uh, or not again. Or not, yeah, something like that. Like, oh, he's seen everything. Yeah. So this isn't. And then when Batman saves Superman's mom, he's like laying on top of her and he says, uh, it's okay. 
I'm a friend of your son's. And she says, I kind of figured because of the cape. In a Marvel movie, that would have been, again, yeah. laughs out the out, you know, to the heavens. It, it got nothing in the theater and it was yeah. felt so out of place because we haven't had any type of yeah. interaction like that the whole movie. These three bits of like goofy Yeah, in the last act. Like, yeah. Which these moments that last about ten seconds. Ten yeah. seconds. In the third act, mm-hmm. you know, that we haven't earned. Yeah. It's like if Batman would have said, Are you okay? I'm gonna take you to your son. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more I mean, cause why joke now? Why are we joking yeah. now? Also, he's not a friend of his of her sons. Well yeah, because they both have mommies. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes you know, ago, mommy? I know. Like, ten, ten minutes, minutes ago, ago, I was, gonna kill I was about to skewer your son with a spear. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, probably in the side. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, while he's hanging on a cross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that that gets me. And I will say that uh, um, I like the fight. Sorry. Again, we're bouncing around. I like that fight mm-hmm. a lot, partially because Mike, it goes to what you're saying. We actually do see Superman lose. We yeah. see like Batman. He's invul- vulnerable. Out yeah. To to get him, and so I I like that moment when uh, Batman does his his little gas grenade, and then when the gas dissipates, when the smoke dissipates, pardon yeah. me, when the smoke dissipates, he's gone, like he's doing Batman shit. Yep. And then when Superman turns around, he just fires this kryptonite thing right at him. Right at him. And it's weird. Like I recognize I'm not supposed to necessarily have a dog in the fight. I'm supposed to be like, no, you guys are on the same side. Instead, I'm just like, get him, Batman. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you want you want Superman to know, okay, there are, will be people. That can hurt me. Yeah. So I've have, I have to be on my toes a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the uh, uh, what, what's what's another thing? I did like Jerry. I my favorite thing. First of all, I didn't go into the movie. I read read the reviews, but I didn't go into the movie wanting to hate it. I went into the movie thinking this isn't going to be that great, but there's probably going to be some cool scenes that I'm probably going to want to see again a couple times. So, but after the movie, I didn't really want to see a second of it again. I was like, I, there was no, there was no, there was no really cool. Like we can say, oh, this was good. And this was good. But there was not one cool scene where I would go like, that was amazing. I got to see that again. There was none of that in the movie for me. Not one instance of it. Yeah. And what they, men are brave. Yeah. That's what I want to see. again. And what they do, what they do for Superman is again, because you know, in every Superman movie, he, he saves a plane from crashing. So they did like a little montage of Superman stuff where he's, he's pulling a giant, tanker and a giant chain it's almost like a still photo too it it wasn't even any motion in it yeah and then so we're not gonna have a plane so we're gonna have a uh like the space shuttle or a rocket ship yeah so he saves that real quick but it's like there's there's little that he can really do there's there's no villains that he can really well he saves the uh burning baby from a burning building in mexico and then they all bow down yeah it's 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 just they it's needed tough. a montage that reminded us, oh, right, Superman. Yeah. yeah. What does he do now? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know that that montage was the best montage. Well, here's my... I also have a thing with uh, in Superman how it's just... It's so overly... They kind of have to equate that Superman is American. Yeah. You know, and then they give him a... They put him on trial, but yet they give him a state funeral with like uh, the flag over it. I know and this yep. whole thing, and hey, believe me, if 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 the Pentagon, they wouldn't be arguing that they'd be trying to get him to do everything. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. just like this, we have the ultimate weapon. Yeah, that's how America would look at it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, don't put him on trial. Let's hire him. Well, that's you kind know? of in Frank Miller's uh, 
Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what they they do. The government wants Superman on their side so they can use him. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's sort of like a Doctor Manhattan yeah. thing in in Watchmen as well. Yeah, um, yeah it's. This you movie, know, the, the more we talk about it, because I think I gave uh, on uh, on Letterboxd, uh, where you have like five stars, I think I gave it like two and a half, which which is literally half. Yeah. Which is appropriate because I like the Batman half. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's but the more we talk about it, as happened last time with yeah. you when we talked about Man of Steel, the more we talked about it, the less I responded to it. I own Man of Steel, and I, I like Man of Steel so much, so much better than this film. There are things in Man of Steel where I will pull it out and watch it again. Hmm. And and that wasn't even, and that's not even a good movie, but that's how much, yeah. that's how wrong this movie is in my opinion. <laughs> the movie is yeah. simply it's wrong. wrong. It's, but that's another thing. They tried like to- It's a science experiment. They like, tried to- <laughs> They try to wedge so many things in. Like they try to wedge in, uh, you know, the Dark Knight, uh, what's the Frank Miller? Uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. And then they try to also wedge in the Death of Superman storyline with Doomsday. Yeah. In the Death of Superman storyline, there's a there's a doomsday monster that comes down and beats Superman to death. Yeah. So in this movie, Lex Luthor creates this monster, and I don't. This is one of those things I don't get. He he's he has General Zod's corpse, mm -hmm. and he he takes his fingerprints off of Jennifer, General Zod, so he can get into this Kryptonian spaceship that they're hiding at Area Fifty One somewhere. Yeah. And then when he gets in there with the body. He cuts his own hand and mixes his blood with General Zod and some Kryptonian stuff, and that hatches a monster. Well, how does that work? <laughs> There's no logic in it at all. how does he know that it would work? And how does he know that? And I hate any movie where someone takes a knife and cuts the palm of their hand to get blood. I'm like, that would really hurt. Also- <laughs> Yeah, you'd have like, to go get stitches. How about you cut your forearm? Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to be using that hand a lot. A lot. <laughs> well, how about- you're rich. How about just have someone draw blood out of your arm? Yeah, absolutely. Blood. But yeah, the creation of the doomsday monster is ridiculous. Yeah. And it doesn't even look good. It doesn't even look, the doomsday monster in the comic books isn't black and slimy. It's kind of all made of stone almost and has yeah. these gigantic spikes. Yeah. And this one, like as he's adapting to the attacks, he, like he grows that yeah. bone thing. And it's like, all right, but that's he, fine. It kind of looks more like a creature that would have been in Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit movies. Sure. And you would have accepted it in those movies. In this movie, it looks silly. It really looks silly to me. <sighs> also, <laughs> there's a scene where Bruce Wayne's trying to get this file and he does get it, but then the, they don't really call Wonder Woman's character anything by a name when she's not, they don't really call her Wonder Woman. They don't really call her yeah, nothing right? really. Well, she gets this file, and later she looks at the file, and the file comes up on her computer, and it's literally, this is how they introduce the other Justice League heroes. Like, four icons come up, which my nephew Kyle said, are we to believe that LexCorp created, like, a red file with a with a lightning yeah. bolt yeah. for created Flash? Created their symbols. He created yeah. their symbols? <laughs> it's like, let's get some graphic designers yeah. in here. So we see, we see a quick clip of the Flash, not in costume. He's just in a convenience store that's going to be robbed, and he thwarts that, and he's back to getting his soda, you know, like yeah. in a split second. And we see Cyborg being born, and we see Aquaman <laughs> swimming for two seconds. And Wonder yeah. Woman at an ATM. ATM. Wonder Woman at what an does ATM. Wonder Woman do her banking, really? <laughs> The ATM. Yeah, the Bank of America. Where did she go? It, they, these were four of the weakest cameo wedged in 
bullshit I've and ever it seen. Comes so late in the film, it's so like, late it's in like, the film. Hey, fellas, let's take. Hey, audience, remember let's take it is a break. called Dawn of Justice. Also, mm-hmm. that's fine, but I will say that just like there's a more organic way to do this than to stop the action so that we can get a, you know, a glimpse of coming attractions. Yeah. It just, it, it bothered me so much. And also there's a weird casting decision in there. I don't know if you guys saw the film. We need to talk about Kevin. No. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. It's marvelous. He's the flash. Yeah. Who watches that movie and is like, this kid needs to be our flash. This freaky <laughs> yeah. Damien Omen type yes, kid. He needs looks to be really the flash. And first of all, I recognize I recognize you can play other yeah. roles. They yeah. they have a hit on their hands with this flash TV show. Why drop the ball and not bring that flash character into a movie? The TV people are gonna love it, the movie people are gonna love it, the actors are gonna love it, it's gonna add continuity. And it's not like Ezra Miller. Who's playing the Flash in the movies? It's not like he's a big name. He's he's not a name at all. Yeah, I didn't know who it was. Yeah, he's, he's not a name in, at all. Um, he looks like he's he, he looks he looks very goth or emo like yeah. too. He doesn't look he doesn't look which like would, the Flash to me. Which I guess would fit into the world they're creating. I the guess Flash so. would be this emo kid. Now I do love Jason Momoa as Aquaman because Aquaman needs to be badass because. Sure. As we know, Aquaman is not Aquaman. Yeah, you know, blonde in an orange suit. Yeah. So Jason Momoa, I think, can hit it out of the park with a good script as Aquaman, which they probably won't have. No, just a hunch. But uh, yeah, they have the same guy writing all of these, and he's yeah, not this David that, S. Goyer. Yeah, he and doesn't I, have a great track record. He also doesn't have a great attitude. Have you seen any interviews with this guy? He clearly, I mean, he clearly he knows has, everyone hates this. He hates it. He has <laughs> genuine disdain for the like comic book fan. Like he makes fun. He talks about like just that standard horseshit of like living in their mom's basement. They're all virgins. Like, wow. That, it's like if this were the early nineties, he knows a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you adopted kids, yeah. and Pilar just does not want any part no. of. Nope, I'm you in know. the garage. Um, but the. Uh, yeah, it's like that's a stereotype from like twenty five years ago, and even then, it probably didn't apply. Mm-hmm. Like, what what do you think comic book? Yeah. Everyone likes comic book movies. Yeah, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, and so that would explain, Mike, what and you're why talking hire about. that guy? Why hire that guy I to have no idea. to start your the biggest franchise that you know? Yeah, for Warner Brothers ever, and it would, it would explain why they're trying to go dark with it because you have a writer who doesn't believe in the tone of comic book yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm not opposed to dark. I'm, I'm fine with that. But like, and, I mean, the, and there's the, dark the Christian stuff. Bale uh, Batman movies were pretty yeah. dark, yeah. and I enjoyed those. Yeah, because they made them realistic. Like, you thought, when you saw those movies, you thought, oh, Batman, there could really be a Batman. If a guy trained and he had tactical weaponry, maybe there could be a yeah, Batman. Right. And then the villains were not... They were not so over the top comic booky that they couldn't be real. There could be a guy, the Scarecrow, who who invented something that would make you see, you know, images yeah. or something. Uh, or there could be a joke because these guys weren't. You know what I mean? A big part of it is that everyone agreed that uh, like Joker and Batman's like, well, these guys are insane, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're both crazy. Yeah, it's like we're as long as we can all agree that these guys are insane. Yeah. We're good, like yeah, as opposed uh, to you know the old Adam West series. No, no. The, the the point, the case in point is this: David S. Goyer and and the guys who are making these movies. I still don't understand why they're not turning over the reins to the to Bruce Tim and all the guys who do the DC animated movies and the DC animated series. I was talking with my friend. Brad Bird came oh, from sure. animation, 
and he made an amazing live action Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomorrowland, I didn't care for, but it's a great looking film, yeah. full of fun, and you know, there, and there are some great scenes in there. Oh, and so, Brad Bird made The Incredibles, a wonderful superhero superhero yeah. movie. So why couldn't Bruce Tim and that team of people? Why aren't they given the reins and saying, you know what? We're dropping the ball here, guys. You have to admit it. First of all, studio people have to admit it. They have to say, we dropped the ball on this, but it's not too late. You know what I mean? So here's the thing, something that has been- Very passionate about these movies. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> now, would you, uh, before I get into what I was going to say, I'll, I'll throw it to Mike. Are you, do you feel passionately about these or do you feel- You need to do, see or them do, or to Or do stay they leave in... you feeling ambivalent? I left um, remembering very little about it. Yeah. I mean, it just because it's that it was, it's that it was, kind of a it was movie there, and it was gone. You know, yeah. when when I left, it was just uh, like, boy, I can't really latch on to anything yeah. in it. Like you know, I like like I said, I did like Deadpool, and I liked the Christian Bale Batman movies. I enjoyed have you sitting s- through those, and had, I'm not I'm like I didn't. Yeah, you know, I read comics as a kid, but I never really went deeper mm-hmm. into. I don't know a lot of the characters. I didn't yeah. know uh, Dead well, Doomsday. Doomsday was like yeah. from the books. But whatever. you know what? But that's uh, but, that's I a mean, flaw could, too. That's a flaw too because they have to go into these two saying, "Hey, a lot of people might not know anything about it, so we need to set this up. We need to tell people." who Doomsday is or tell people what's going on. They just, it's just like, so it was so lazy. Well, who Doomsday is, isn't really, I mean, I just thought he was a monster right, but I mean, they created, you know, yeah. okay. It's, it's going to be tough to beat to me. You know the, what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, as a screenwriting thing and, you know, Pilar yeah. is a, uh, you know, screenwriting w- teacher. Did she see it? Uh, she did not see this and she probably won't because she's like, wow, why would I ever see that now? Yeah. It just but, seemed lazy in the way of, uh, constant flashbacks for no reason and then while he's sleeping two flashbacks in a row while he's sleeping on the thing and then he goes back and 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 he's evil superman's evil in batman's dreams dreams <laughs> and then, like flying soldiers with weird yeah i think batman's and, sleep deprived so every yeah. second of sleep he gets <laughs> yeah. is a well here's the thing and then and then the whole kevin costner thing with like he's but you went into Deadpool and you didn't know a thing about Deadpool. Nothing. I didn't even know he was, uh, I thought he was an original character. And that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you go see a movie like Ant-Man, yeah. you don't need to know anything about Ant-Man because they're, te- they're going to tell you everything you need to know. Did you like Ant-Man? Not really. Not really? Okay. I it, think, had, it had its moments. I thought Ant-Man was tons of fun. But yeah. for me, the gold standard on these movies, I love the two Captain America movies. Mm-hmm. Do you like those? Uh-oh. I- <laughs> uh, the first one I, I like a fair amount. The second one I, I love. Winter I, I Soldier love yeah. is, that's a movie that I, I would tell any, I go, if, if, if you hate superheroes, you'll like Winter Soldier. And isn't it odd that in 2016, we've got Batman versus Superman, Captain America versus Iron Man, and I would also say Daredevil versus The Punisher. Yep. Um, yeah. Did you watch this season of, of Daredevil? I have two episodes to go. Okay. So you saw... That I think is the first or second, maybe the third episode where Punisher has Daredevil all chained up, and they wind up having a like a philosophical discussion. It's like a play almost. Yeah, he's got a gun. He's got spoilers. He's <laughs> Daredevil doesn't kill. Punisher kills. So yeah. you know, he's got a gun taped to Daredevil's hand. Mm-hmm. 
with his finger on the trigger and he keeps punisher keeps threatening to kill like innocent people he goes and if you don't want me to kill him you're gonna have to kill me so it's very much well a, not innocent people but people well, like the guy the guy the super who comes uh yes there is that yeah. there, the super who, who runs the building comes up yeah. and he's kind of like he's, toying yeah. with daredevil i don't think the punisher was gonna kill that guy but right. daredevil doesn't know that because the punisher is insane yeah and it's just and so you have these things Captain America versus Iron Man. I'm I'm invested because oh my god, been, I can't. I've been I am so excited. Yeah, <laughs> and then Daredevil and Punisher. I've spent time with Daredevil, yeah. and then Punisher is a new character with a new philosophy, and they're going back and forth. Whereas Batman versus Superman, it's not light versus dark. Mm -hmm. There doesn't seem to be much of a difference of philosophy. No, because they're and in this in the, in this Batman versus Superman movie, they are both killing people. Mm -hmm. You can say Batman isn't killing people. There's a scene where Batman blows up all these cars that <laughs> yeah. bad guys are in. Then he chains one of the cars that bad guys are still in, pulls it down the road and makes it, I don't even know how he does it, makes it flip. Yeah. I'm like, all oh, those guys are dead in that car. <laughs> I mean, he can say, Batman might say, hey, I don't go up and legitimately say I'm going to kill you. He's I people, like the there's carnage everywhere. I, like, I could see him being like a little kid. She's like, I'm blowing up cars. If they're in them, it's not my fucking yeah, man. You know. I'm not go, I'm not trying to kill them. Well, and effects then, and, and stunts and everything like that. I mean, I'm almost immune to at this point because mm -hmm. you can make, you can do anything with CGI now. I mean, yeah. movies look better than they ever have. Yeah. So I liked the idea when they were wrestling with the bigger questions, yeah. you know, and yes. I, I didn't see this daredevil thing that you guys are talking it's about it. it's totally worth it but you know they seem to be asking bigger questions like they are. Well, who are we with you know it does have a lot of responsibility when you have this kind of power who are we yeah. and when they touched on it a little bit that got me interested uh more so than fight scenes or scenes yeah that stuff, stuff blow up that man. stuff I, bores I, my i can't see more buildings tears, crash yeah. down I, I don't get off on it I, yeah I don't know. maybe that's why i was refreshed uh by the, just the the scene the sequence when Batman is going to save Superman's mom is because just like even though it's a little bit incoherent everyone's in the room together yeah. they're all just and it's just people fighting yeah. you know it's it's fisticuffs um, as opposed to the doomsday thing where it looks really good yes and I believe yeah I believe that doomsday exists and all that and that they're there in the same space mm -hmm. with them but it's just like after a while it's just it, it's like empty spectacle mm -hmm. and the uh you know, and then at the end, it's super. Superman dies. What? He's dead. But when they, um, so Bruce Wayne, I don't know. I'll call her Diana. Whatever, whatever Wonder Woman's character is <laughs> when she's not, because they won't tell us. They're at the grave, and and she says something like, "We're gonna have to get uh, these other. We're gonna have to find these other people that are like us." And it's the yeah. Justice League, stupid. <laughs> And uh, she's like, but what if they won't come together? And he says something like, oh, they will. Uh, okay. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. The whole thing is so much bullshit. Yeah. It almost sounds like a threat when he yeah. says, drives oh, they will. oh, they will, and I'll kill them. <laughs> There's an animated movie called Justice League Doom. And this is where... Uh, uh, God, no, I'm, I'm not... Did you see Justice League Doom? No. Uh, this is where Batman actually has a fail-safe plan that if any of the other justice league members um go uh go rogue he knows how to take them all down okay. and it is so great because when they at the end of the movie they find out they go you know you know you planned this you know how to destroy all of us because all everyone else in the justice league is like a super human yeah. being and, th and they're like we don't know if we like that he goes i can do it 
and I would do it all over oh. again if I need to. And yeah. then he leaves, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, because that's how... That's how it's that it, that's cool, but there's nothing cool in this movie. I'm going except to, Alfred. I'm going to repeat what you what you said, which is like, why don't they? Because I've seen a couple, not a, not a lot of them, but I've seen a couple of those DC animated movies. They're crazy good. They're great. Yeah. Why don't they just hand? This, I recognize Zack Snyder's name and everything, but like, just hand the reins over to them. Give give everything to Paul Dini and Bruce Timm. Yeah. I was talking with my friend last night about the the Batman that we like. Yeah, um, right and, there, the Batman animated series, yeah. and and top notch. He mentioned he he goes well. He goes. I also do like the Batman from Arkham Asylum. It's like that's Paul Dini. Yeah, it's the same guy. He <laughs> yep. has done more for the, to like expand the universe of Batman mm-hmm. and to help shape the character of Batman. He created Harley Quinn from whole cloth. Yeah, um, and now she's like one of the most popular characters. Yeah, he just he. I think it was not necessarily his idea initially, but he's the one that basically said, yes, every villain has a story Mm -hmm. and their story is not super unlike Batman's story. They just chose to go one One way. way, He went went the the other, other, but they're not that different really. And it's, and it makes them sympathetic and Mm -hmm. it makes, and it's like, well, I'm not, I don't really, I'm rooting for Batman because he's Batman, but that's kind of it. Yeah. You feel bad for, uh, in that Batman animated series, you feel bad for the villains a lot of times. A lot of times. Like Clayface. Clayface is Clayface is this actor who he's starting to get older and he's starting to lose some of the snap and some of his looks. So you're here. They use this. They use this. Uh, <laughs> Don't I know it, Mike? I think you're. Di- I think you're doing. Fun. No, no. They use I'm this. Gonna, ex- I'm going to go clayface in about five years. So they, <laughs> they use this experimental um, makeup stuff that he can put on his face, and he can almost he can like smooth out the lines like immediately. But he c- becomes addicted to it, and he uses more and more and more mm-hmm. until his whole body just is like. Well, he becomes. A, yeah. he, it's an addictive. Substance. It is. Yes, and then he winds up like. Uh, borrowing money from the mob yeah. in order to to do this to, yeah. and uh, and he can't pay it back so finally there's like oh you want this stuff okay so they like make him eat it and so yes, and that's and right his, and his body just absorbs, absorbs it, and it. He becomes this big mound of, of now he can he can ugh. you know he yeah. can contort himself into looking like anyone now yeah. but at the heart of it this is really who i am now this big yeah, he's he's not a human anymore. No, and the, and the the music is so it, the the clayface music is not like playful or villainous. It's t- totally tragic. Yeah, and he's voiced by Ron Perlman in a really yep. good, oh, great, wow. really good performance. And uh, you got a bit of these. a clayface himself. Yeah, <laughs> I I hate that's funny. That's I, true, actually. I hated the music in this movie. I, I thought I, it was this movie. in Batman versus Superman. But don't they say the same thing? They were saying the same thing about the Star Wars movies when they were talking about rebooting them, mm-hmm. that they should look toward... I didn't see any of the Star Wars animated mm-hmm. things. There's a series, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. a couple Wars. of them. Clone Wars Rebels, and all Star that Wars stuff Rebels. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that there's a lot of great ideas in those and yeah. characters that yeah. they could pull from. Yeah. But I don't know why they don't... Well, has there been a franchise where they take... Some of the writers from the of the graphic novels, and things like that, where they would doesn't seem let like them do a have. screenplay, or do they just think it's not that I'm can't. not that I'm aware of. I know that like uh, that like with the uh, the spirit and with Sin City, uh, they brought Frank Miller in mm. to consult heavily yeah. on on things. Um, but yeah, I think that might be one of the only ones, and I'm sure listeners can can chime in and, and remind me because I'm not super familiar with uh, with comic book writers mm-hmm. you know but uh, but i know screenwriters and so yeah it's uh it is interesting just how much just how much of a disparity there is between uh dc television mm-hmm. like arrow and the flash mm-hmm. and i hear super supergirl's pretty good mm-hmm. gotham i gave up on a while i gave ago. up on gotham too but... um 
the minute they gave uh, the minute they gave the Riddler split personality, it's like you have a split personality character in Harvey Dent, but you decided to give it to Edward Dingma. Yeah. That is the. They're playing with. They're they're not, playing. We're geeking out. They're yes, playing yeah. with the universe too much on Goth- Gotham for me. I'm okay with it a little bit, but yeah. like, oh come on! It's clearly I have an investment in the Riddler, but it's just like, and it's one thing when when they want to just uh, add other things to a character. It's like okay, that's all well and good, but if you wanted, if you wanted to do a character. With split personalities, if you are really hell bent yeah. on that, you have introduced Harvey Dent. He's yeah. in the show, so let's make him Two Face right let's now. Let's do that if that's what you want to do, and then just have the have the character become the Riddler more organically. But anyway, sorry about um, that. So when I saw, I don't know when you guys saw Batman versus Superman. When I saw it, I saw it uh, opening weekend, Saturday night, seven o'clock. The theater was dead silent the whole movie, like. Mm-hmm. No one was cheering. Even when Wonder Woman came, finally came on, no one really cheered. It was really dead silent. I was with my 15-year-old daughter, and about 40 minutes in, I look over at her, and I go, oh, no, she's going to want to leave. I think she wants to leave <clears> already. And I go, are you okay? And she's like, it's kind of boring. Hmm. I go, well, let's just hang in there because we, we haven't seen I'm like, <laughs> they haven't fought yet, and we haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. We've got to see Wonder Woman, right? And she's like, okay. But, man, we were we left there, and we were just like, I got, the first thing I said to her, I go, there will be no repeat business on this. I can't imagine anyone wanting to see this again unless they go to see it to say, you know what? Maybe I was too hard on that. Let me check it out <laughs> yeah. again. And then they decide I was not. I was not. <laughs> and and by the, so I want to say that the this is the second weekend and the box office dropped 81%, which is a record for superhero movies. That's, I mean, even though they made all that money, because of you know, because of marketing and everything, everyone yeah. wanted to go see it. It was it's review proof the first weekend. Yes, if you, and I would never tell, tell someone not to see a movie. I would say it's not. I didn't like it, but yeah, go see it. But um, yeah, and I don't know what D. I think DVD sales are really going to depend on if they really do release this uh, unrated director's cut. Is what they're talking about now. How long is that? <laughs> a half hour longer. Oh, <laughs> but they're only going to do that because otherwise, I don't know who's going to really buy i don't i don't buy every superhero movie you know yeah. well, like, i don't i don't own iron man too i don't like it for you guys that know more about the characters than i do mm. how would you have introduced if you had to write it how would you have introduced these two characters batman and superman in this movie in this movie i thought the way they introduced bruce wayne was great that he was solid. that he was actually there when this fight was going on with Superman and Zod, and he is actually heroic even without the cape and cowl. Yeah. And he runs, it's like 9 11 happening, and he runs. He's it like, took him a, a while to get out of that building. Well, he's it's like, a, crazy yeah. things going on. With, hey, uh, Bruce has to tell him yeah. to leave the building. Yeah. No, it's a, destruction yes. is going on. They yeah. would have left the building yeah. alone. But time. Bruce running into that cloud of smoke is so heroic to me. It is. You know, like that opening sequence is solid. Fr- yeah, that's yeah. a solid sequence. Um, but then from there, it's like, then we jump to, it's like a year and a half later, yeah. right? And that's weird. Yeah. You know, and uh, we have to see Clark Kent making eggs and shirtless. <laughs> yeah. And they hey, so wanted that. to I'll show- that, they, right? We do. They <laughs> so wanted to show us Amy Adams' boobs in oh, that tub. Oh, yeah. Maybe that'll be in the, but introducing super- I like the, the additional half hour is just all sex scenes. All right. <laughs> um. So I was okay with how they introduced... I, I wish they wouldn't have made a Batman versus Superman movie. I wish they would have made a movie called World's Finest, which is what mm-hmm. the comic books back in the day were when Batman and Superman would team up. I don't know why they had to be fighting each other. 
I don't know why Superman couldn't have maybe spotted Bruce Wayne running into this cloud and thought, who is this citizen yeah. Yeah. of the planet who's doing good things? I don't know why they had to come together as enemy, enemy, enemies, enemies. Like in, in, in these Marvel movies, uh, in this new one, Iron Man and Captain America are going to be butting heads, but it's because of, yeah. of something important. They want to, the government wants the superheroes to register and, and Captain America doesn't agree with that. And Iron Man thinks they should. So that's, yeah. it's like a political yeah. thing. But yeah, I don't know why this movie and had to be been spending eight years with these characters. Yeah. It means so much more yeah. to that friends are fighting. Friends are fighting over something. But I don't know why this had to start out with being Batman versus Superman. I don't yeah. know why. Aside from, you know, maybe kind of banking on some of the uh, prestige of that Frank Miller comic. Yeah, but then if you're going to do that, that, then you need to just then you need to just make a standalone Batman movie with Superman introduced. <laughs> That's into my it. vote, yeah. yeah Batman could just, just tell Superman, hey, look, everything I'm doing, you could do for free. I got to spend billions <laughs> yeah. on machinery. I'm, I'm finding like, you yeah, know, I mean, see, sex traffickers and you could just right. do it. You could just do everything I'm doing. Well, yeah, how about I mean, a little hand? I mean, a scene, little something for the effort. Scenes with Superman coming, you know, being in the Batcave with Batman while they're trying to figure out how to mm-hmm. combat, come, you know, go up against someone like Brain or or yeah. a, a Lex Luthor that for me would have some weight because I didn't feel any threat of I just thought he was like a, a pussy. <laughs> I kind of uh, so I, I, I liked aspects of Jesse Eisenberg's performance, and I I almost get the impression that he was trying to over he was very actively very actively yes. trying to overcome bad material. Yeah. If you if you if same performance, but if you give that character some really really solid dialogue mm-hmm. and really clear motivation. Yeah. But the performance is the yeah. same. I feel like he'd probably pare it down just a little bit and make it a little bit more focused and make him and suddenly this conception of the character as this young Mark Zuckerberg type who literally at this point is like I have so much money I'm accountable to no one. Yeah. I can do whatever I want and I'm going to. But and if you give that clear motivation and that he's just kind of a that he's in a state of arrested development mm-hmm. emotionally and intellectually, but he's still brilliant. Yeah. There's so much you can do with that conception of the character. And I think the, the performance would have worked. Yeah. But it's just that the material is so bad. And I feel like I feel like the character, again, he has no focus. He has no motivation. Mm-hmm. So he's just flying off yeah. in all these directions. And it just makes the performance look even more random. In, uh, in Smallville, Mike, the first episode of Smallville is uh, the pilot episode where they introduce Superman, the rocket, yeah. lands with the baby. In Smallville, when, when he lands, the energy or whatever causes the, the child Lex Luthor, his hair to fall out. And it never comes back. So Lex mm. Luthor has, is bald. You know, and so he's so, already angry. So yeah. when he, yeah, he already so, hates. So Superman. when he's in high school, you know, he's put and his and they make his dad have a full, luscious, long head yeah. of hair and a beard, and um, so that's you know that's motivation. And he never is up to daddy's expectations in Smallville. So he's always trying to, you know, you know, dethrone his dad in LexCorp and do yeah. all these underhanded things. So that's like an evil person, like yeah. And like Jesse Eisenberg, at the end, he goes to prison and they shave his head in prison, which is, do they do that when you go to prison? I don't think so. And then I thought, no, well, no. are they preparing him for the electric chair? That's what I thought oh too. My. But that's such a cheat. They just shave his head. Yeah. And so you can see him bald. And then Batman comes and brands him. 
No, he doesn't brand him. He's going to. Oh, he's going to. And then he, then he hits the, the wall next yeah, to him. Yeah, that's a new thing they add. Batman brands people. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. Again, I, I do like this conception uh, of Batman um, and that he's just harder-edged. Oh, and he's Really harder-edged. And he's just... He's tired. It's, it is that Daredevil thing. It's like, I don't kill people, but you know what? Maybe I should because yeah. they keep coming back. I don't have the energy. So what yeah. I'll do is when I arrest them, I will kind of ensure that they die in prison with this brand. Thing. Yeah. Um, which, again, if this were a standalone Batman movie and they had time to develop these ideas and really show us a, a different type of Batman than we've seen – I'd be really excited about yeah. that. But because it had to be Batman and Superman and they're fighting against each other, it just, again, they just don't have the, the time to... I think in the end, when it, when it was all like daddy issues, the whole yeah. thing was daddy issues. And just like, oh, you know, it, it, what are you guys, brooding actors yeah. now? Was this Hollywood? You, you <laughs> get a shrink. You know what I mean? It's just like everybody's... My dad hit me when when Lex Luthor started. When well, my dad used to hit me, oh my! You're, of course, your dad. It's a John Hughes movie. Also, no, it's a <laughs> Breakfast Club. What does your dad do? In, in my, they ignore me. In okay. my in my personal life, I've worked with people, and when they're acting weird or act, I, I I will literally say, well, "What's wrong with you?" You know what I mean? And so when Lex Luthor in this movie is like, "The redcoats are coming," the redcoats. Why doesn't someone say? What, do you have a are you do you have Asperger's syndrome? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I don't like that all the villains now have to be like on this an, on an autistic spectrum too <laughs> for some reason. I don't. I just don't. Something's and I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm just I, they all yeah. seem to have they're a little touched, but not like it seem. I don't know. I can't explain what I want to say here. But you know, it's an odd thing. One of my favorite superhero movies of all time is Spider Man Two with Doc Ock and all. It's a good that. movie. I love it. Real good. I think Alfred Molina does a good job yep. as Doc Ock. I love the special effects of the arms and, yep. and all that. And the two of them fighting on the train is mm -hmm. amazing. But the thing that bothered me is that the artificial intelligence in Dr. Octopus's arms, like start to affect his brain and you have him like talking to his arms and it's like, there's almost a split personality. Thing. Yeah. They did the same with the green goblin. Yep. And I remember just thinking, and then they kind of do the same with venom. Mm hmm. And I remember just being like, and maybe this is what I thought, one of the things that bothered me about Gotham with the Riddler is like, just let somebody arrive at evil organically. Yeah. It happens all, all the, the time, time in real <laughs> yeah. life. Yes. You don't have to, I recognize this is a, this is a fun shortcut and you can, and it allows the actors to have some fun. But at the same time, like to me, it's so much more frightening when someone, when there's nothing mentally wrong with them. I mean, a, yeah, like a Bond, like a bond villain in a way. Sure. Yeah. Well, my my for me the the biggest villain of all time is John Huston in Chinatown. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen Chinatown. Absolutely. He, he does some pretty horrible things. Yeah. And yeah, he's probably sociopathic. There is that because mm. when he basically says he's like he goes, well, I don't blame myself for the things that I've done. He goes because in the right circumstances, anybody's capable of anything uh, of everything. He's just like. Yeah, okay, I agree with you. That doesn't mean you have to do it. Uh, but that's, he arrived there through a series of things, having a lot of money, not being accountable to anybody, uh, just giving into his own urges, and then having whatever philosophy he has. But he's not crazy. You can't use that as an excuse. He simply, he simply became, he, he simply became evil over yeah. time. And I feel like it lets villains off the hook, uh, 
to just say, well, they they're crazy. Yeah, know? yeah. What can that's true. I'm sure if you met Kim Jong Il, he wasn't. <sighs> yeah. he wouldn't be a crazy guy or Hitler yeah. or any of these. He might guys, be a great you know? guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? might be fun loving. Yeah, might have a might have a whole room of uh, pinball machines. Yeah. Uh, like he's basketball. Got a, hey, do you like do you like cherry coke? Because I have a whole coke dispenser mm-hmm. over there. Um, I remember, and then he goes and kills eighty thousand yeah. people. Yeah, I remember uh, Michael Moore, who for a number of reasons I'm not another a villain. <laughs> <laughs> not crazy if you met him, probably. No, just self righteous. Well, sure. Um, but the uh, I remember he had a thing about Kim Jong Il, and he just said because Kim Jong Il was like a big movie fan, like a huge movie buff, and I remember. Michael Moore in various interviews and said, it's like, he goes, he goes, how dangerous could it be? He's like a big movie buff. And it's like, what what are you shitting me? (laughs) Yeah. Bad guys have hobbies too, asshole. Like, yeah, come on. Nobody's inherently, you know, I mean, well, maybe there's some people, but I mean, most people have different sides of their personality. There are not, you know, there, you can be sociopathic. I mean, you can have a less empathy and, feeling for yeah. others but i mean you don't if someone's truly insane it's hard to get anybody to follow you yeah i mean right. it's well it's not impossible but it's certainly harder right yeah. you know there's got to be some kind of charm about charisma you and, yeah. yeah cult leaders have it you know there's a yeah. lot of things. and it's a very specific type of people that are following you yes there, there's a desperation there's a loneliness they're mm-hmm. they're searching for something and that's where the charisma comes in and that sort of thing and just like yeah it's i mean when you think about like what evil is um it's it's just like we all at some point have selfish moments where we choose what we want over what somebody else wants. It could be a loved one or it could be just a stranger on the street. It's just like, eh, I think I'd rather do what I want to do. And evil is just that consistently as a philosophy of what I want is more important than what anybody else wants. And then you wind up, you know, Tony Montana or you yeah. wind up Noah Cross or whatever. Yeah. But uh, and yeah. And so like and Lex Luthor is not crazy. Joker is crazy. Riddler and a number of people are crazy, but the one thing I always liked about Lex Luthor or the Penguin is that they're not crazy. No, they're, they're just evil, evil geniuses. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. It's uh, but that's why I didn't like um, Je- Jesse Eisenberg when he would act crazy. Yeah, especially there at the end when he's just like rambling and being like, you know, you can't unring that bell. Ding, 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 ding. And yeah, just like it's that's not- so over the top, goofy to me. Yeah. How do you think? Um, so I, you guys didn't answer how how were because I just kept talking. Um, how, what was the theaters like when you saw? this movie were they amped up were they excited no, or was it quiet yeah mine was fairly what theater did you see it in mike at the grove i saw it at uh at the, the amc 16 and okay Wood, all right House. Um, full, full crowd it was jammed yeah yeah mine too yeah uh, yeah i have i've found that i like seeing movies like this and sometimes i go to a critic screening and that's not your average audience mm. um but I will say that when I saw the Avengers in a critic screening, there were still actual cheers from the crowd. That's how yes. powerful that movie yeah. was. That a room full of jaded critics let themselves <laughs> cheer. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, but movies like this, unless I'm seeing a screening, I try to see them. I don't. I don't see them at the ArcLight. Yeah. I don't see them at like uh, at a Lemley Theater. I try to see them. If you, uh, this sounds super elitist of me, at like an AMC or a Regency mm. with the little in, people. Yeah, the the normies. I like the normies. Yeah, uh, in my area, like my area is not an industry area. No, you know, and and so I went to a place in uh, <laughs> I went to a uh, Pacific Theater in Chatsworth to see. Que pasó, man? Why is Batman <laughs> fighting Superman? <laughs> they um. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. That's just what I needed. I yeah. knew I invited you. Ole! There just shouts of ole. At well, the what's what's great about the Avenger movies is <laughs> the Avengers don't really have. 
a secret identity. Yeah. They're just kind of, hey, we're the Avengers. Tony Stark is Iron Man and Steve Rogers is Captain America. Yeah. Where So already the, the DC guys have to like, we have to hide. We cannot say who we are because yeah. it'll be detrimental to whatever. But um, when I saw the Avengers on a Saturday morning in Woodland Hills and like kids were dressed up. I still remember this. There was a kid next to me. He was dressed as uh, Captain America and he's sitting there. And as soon as... Steve Rogers was on screen, not Captain America, but, yeah. but Steve Rogers came on the screen. This kid just says to himself, he goes, that's Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> just said it to himself. And I was like, this is so great. And that's, you know what? That's, I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, not so a I kid's will, movie. I will say that. No, it's not a kid's movie. I will say that. Uh, so the, the, the theater that I was in, they seemed to respond. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they laughed at a couple of the, at a couple the two jokes the two that jokes. were in it. Um, an hour, two minutes in, uh, two hours and 15 minutes in. And there was a smattering, not a, not the whole theater by right. any stretch, a smattering of applause when you get that shot of the three of them yeah. together, um, which I think is a, it's a flat, straight on shot. It's, it certainly is not the, the camera going around the Avengers as no. they're all back to back. It right. certainly is not that. But, no. um, but I will say, so I was at Target the other day, walking down the toy aisle, seeing if there's any new Riddlers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because that's who I am now, mm-hmm. um, and I happen and so you know I went to the DC section yeah. of the toy aisle, and I saw toys for this movie, and there was one of of here's Batman like in the trench coat, from the dream sequence. From the dream sequence. It's like super disturbing. Yeah, and I thought like this can't, this is not a film for. And not that it needs to be a film for kids. I'm fine with with adapting a, a comic book. But it's fun when you can take the family to see a fun. Theoretically, you know. it's I'm I'm okay with making something a, yeah, adult or or an argument could be made that even the Dark Knight is a little bit too adult. For, yeah, I for think kids, it is. You know, I do. Um, they still had toys of that, right? Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, and I just find myself it doesn't it doesn't bother me, but I do find myself wondering like what. What does Warner Brothers think this movie is? Yeah. Because they're still making toys because it's a Batman and Superman movie. Obviously, yep. they got to make toys. And I'm not saying that the movie should cater to toys, but I just feel like if you're going to do this, just commit all the way. Don't make toys for it. Just ha- You're trying to make it for grown-up, grown-ups anyway. Yeah. I think, honestly. It's obvious. If you're going to release a, uh, an unrated or yeah. R-rated director's cut, yeah. you, you, the, you didn't set out to make yeah. a That's the length a of Lawrence for- of Arabia. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, well, we'll be seeing Amy Adams' boobs in the director's. I hope so. Yeah. I'll buy that toy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a you, you blow that up. You blow that toy up. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's just, uh, it's it's so odd to see a film like this and feel like it's, to Zack Snyder's credit, he always has a clear vision of what he wants. I seldom enjoy it. Yeah. But he, he has a clear idea of what he wants. And it's not his fault, whatever, however Warner Brothers wants to market the film. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, I just find myself wondering why anybody thought that this version of this film was necessary. Like what you said, why, if they're going to have Batman and Superman in a movie, why do they need to be against each other, each other? Im- Im- immediately? Well, me, it seemed like the dream sequences where, like you said, he goes to the desert and, and Superman takes his mask off. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that was only there to put in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So they could look like ang- like Superman looks like an evil guy and a yeah. badass, but he but he's not. He's just like yeah. a wimpy, okay. nice guy and brooding. Okay. Just going to his apartment and just like, I f- yeah, I don't know. People don't seem to like me. Like, Shut <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I figured, Superman. Do anything you want. Do anything you want. <laughs> I figured out how I would in- now how I would have introduced these two characters in a perfect world. 
in Man of Steel, there is not the carnage that we that they had. Let's say there's not that. He okay. he gets Zod and all the villains as far away from the city as he possibly can. Yeah. He he takes care of them. He comes back and is able to save millions of people. That's how I would have ended that movie. Yeah. In this movie, Clark enters his apartment and Batman's in the apartment. Batman is, not mm. Bruce Wayne. And Batman just says, Clark Kent, you're yeah. Superman. And then he just say... I saw what you did, you know, in Metropolis, and we need you. Yeah, and then boom. Yeah, and then and then Clark Kent does the X-ray vision. He says, "And you're Bruce Wayne." Yeah, because he knows that. Well, Clark's going to know who I am because he has X-ray vision, or he, <laughs> or he might not know he has X-ray vision. Yeah, and then quickly learns. Quickly learns, um, and then because there's scenes like that in those in those DC uh, mm-hmm. animated things where they find each other. And they just call each other Clark and Bruce, right? They call each other yeah. Clark and Bruce, which is even when they're in costume, they yeah. call each other Clark and Bruce. And you know, I, I will say actually, that I I was thinking this that um, the uh, if you're going to have Batman and Superman fight, yeah, for a while, and then you actually have to have them put aside their differences, mm-hmm. albeit in a super ham-fisted way that didn't work for me with right. the Martha thing. But if you're going, do you to like have- ham sandwiches? I do. So do I. <laughs> Let me throw this spear away. Uh, that I, that, by the way, it took me a long Let's time. Go to right. Let's go to the deli. Don't need this. <laughs> French for BFFs. Yeah. I, it's like, well, I will obviously never need this because yeah. uh, Lord knows there's no history of Kryptonians coming here. Nope. Yeah. Um, so anyway, go ahead. But, uh, but uh, so you're going to have them fight each other, but then put aside their differences and work together mm-hmm. to fight against a common cause, which in this case is Doomsday. Um, whether I think Doomsday should have been in it is another matter, but they're doing this. And just like, how exciting. These guys, they were at each other's throats. Now they're they're partners. Yeah. You bring Wonder Woman into it, and I think it diffuses that. Yep. I think it diffuses the power of that. Because yep. it was two guys going against each other. Now they're now they're side by side looking ahead. Oh, and uh, here's this chick, too. Yeah. Yeah. She was so, to me, just completely unnecessary yep. to yeah. the whole and movie. You know what? Save Doomsday for down the line to where Superman is literally getting his ass kicked and yeah. he's and he's gonna be murdered. And then the Justice League comes together, you know, you know, and they even say, man, Clark's getting beaten in, in yeah. Metropolis. We need to get there. And then they come and they say, you know what I mean? Yeah. So many missed opportunities. And yeah. I'm wondering how is this going to affect Suicide Squad? You mean as far as box office? Well, like Batman's in Suicide. There's a scene of Batman. Well, the, yeah, they had played yeah. the trailer before. Yeah, he's in Suicide Squad. Are people like going to be like, all right, let's see if they're going to drop the ball on this one. But the thing is... Well, first off, I'll say that, so the three of us didn't really like the movie. No. Most of the critics I know didn't like the movie. Right. A lot of people that I know and a lot of people online do like the movie. Yeah, there's a, there's a smattering of people. And again, like I said up front, you can like it. You can't convince me that it's good, but right. you can like it, certainly. We all have movies we like that people are like, really? You like Armageddon? Ooh. I, I li- every movie I like is a good movie. Yeah, that's not, that's <laughs> not true at all. Um, but the uh, but I will say this: that even the people I don't like, and this includes me, even the, even the people that that I know that don't like the film, mm-hmm. um, still like Batman. Yeah. So Batman being in Suicide Squad is like, hey, all right, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited true. to see that Batman with that Joker. I I think Alfred and Batman uh, in, in a Batman standalone movie are really going to be solid. Because yeah. I thought Jeremy Irons was really cool as Alfred in the little bit yeah. that he gets to do. I love Jeremy Irons and everything. Yeah. It's a good um, choice. Good follow up yeah. choice. Hi. <laughs> um, 
The uh, podcasters. Mm. <laughs> Forgot what I was going to say. It's okay. <laughs> Saying so much already. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and we bounced around a lot. And listeners, I'd be happy to know what what you guys think, provided you uh, agree with me, because um, I I just can't. You know, I'm like Superman. I can't stand yeah. that people might not like me. Right. Um, but uh, Lois Lane was dead weight in this movie too. Such she a was wide, in the last one. She, she was. I a, love Amy Adams. Yeah, she wasn't strong. I mean, uh, Margot Kidder's Lois Lane is a tough, strong, mm-hmm. independent woman. And yeah. in 2016. That's what we should get. We should, Lois yeah. shouldn't. Lois should know when she's in danger and maybe not getting herself in some danger. Like Lois Lane, I feel like could be, and maybe should be like Marion from Rage of the Lost Ark. Yeah, strong, independent, yeah. able to take care of herself to a point. But once in a while, uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, be, being a mere mortal, I'm in trouble and I can't get myself out. I should talk to this uh, living God and yeah. see what happens. As someone who used to work in newspapers, though, it's really funny to see. <laughs> newspapers just seem so quaint now Yeah, in, in movies and anywhere else. It's like, oh, he writes for a paper. Yeah. Isn't well, that cute? Well, newspapers. Doesn't, doesn't Perry White say nobody reads papers anymore? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and as much as I like Lawrence Fishburne, and I think he makes a pretty good Perry White, especially that he keeps like dictating headlines, yeah. I do like that, like the kind of yeah. blustery thing. Uh, it's something out of a different Superman movie. Right. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. It, no question about it. And yep. I believe that I've I heard that uh, that um, J.K. Simmons is going to be Commissioner Gordon. Yes, I think you're right. Which is, I think he'll be great at Yeah. Um, but it is, it's like, it's like, eh, him in a superhero movie, the... we all know who he's going to be. Yeah. Right. Um, unless they decide, like, let, they just go full whiplash with Commissioner Gordon and he's just swearing all the time. <laughs> yeah. Screaming great. at Batman. Um, but uh oh I lost what I I lost my thread. Shoot. Oh well, it's fine. <laughs> um so bottom line is we did not enjoy this movie. We didn't get the bang for the buck that we wanted. Yeah. You will not be purchasing this movie. I will not. Yeah. And uh and you know what? I have a lot of movies on my shelf as you know and uh, a lot of them are movies that I a good portion of their movies that I probably would not have purchased, but were bought for me as mm-hmm. a, as a present, and I just choose to keep them. If someone bought me Batman versus Superman as a present, I would probably go get store credit for it somewhere, <laughs> yeah, right? And put that money towards something else. Yeah. Um, now, if they release if they release this extended cut, I will red box it. Yeah. And uh, and and give that a watch. Yeah. At least fast forward to the new scenes and see if it was worth. There's no way that an extra half hour can make this a good movie. Maybe uh, uh, taking a half hour out could make it a good movie. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but I don't know what half hour, like if you could just all of Wonder Woman's, that's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> all of, take Wonder Woman out of it. Yeah. It changes nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. You Let's take her out and you take out the sequence with like the previews of coming, uh, new movies and yeah. The film loses nothing. Yeah. Nothing. The ca- I will say the casting is pretty much it, the casting's on point. Pretty it, much. That's what we said about. I Man mean, Steel they're well, they're, like, they're doing the best they can do with what they were given. Yeah. I, I don't think Jesse Eisenberg. I think Jesse Eisenberg could have been a good Lex Luthor if they yeah. would have written it differently and and just start him out with the head shave. Give me the Lex Luthor that. Yeah. Uh, uh, at least give me a bald Lex Luthor for Christ's sake. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. In fact, they went very much the opposite. They gave him not even Jesse Eisenberg type hair, which is like they long him, and they, scraggly. They gave him the hair that um, Jim Carrey has as Edward Nigma. <laughs> yeah. In, in Batman Forever. Yeah. It's a... Uh, and, and the Justice League movie is supposed to come out next year. 
That's not possible. They must have. 2017. There's no way it's going to come out. I guarantee they, if they haven't pushed it back already, I guarantee they I think they started filming like in two weeks. And they're, and they're, they're adding, they're, they're doing a $10 million uh, reshoots on Suicide Squad right now. Really? To amp up the comedy. Because apparently every joke in the trailer, that's, that's all of it. Hmm. There's no other jokes. And they're like, maybe that was the problem. Maybe it needed to more jokes. Whereas that wasn't the problem with Batman and Superman. It could have been a serious straight yeah. up. There's no, there's, there's not, a, there's not any jokes in winter soldier. Yeah, not really. And that's, like, there's that one really good joke. Did you see winter soldier? No, it's great. It's, it's worth great. watching. Robert was this Red- one with red skull. No, no. This one has Robert Redford in it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see and that. he is, and it's not a cameo. He's in it. Yeah. And he is great. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's and a there really is a, good there movie. is a joke there where uh Captain America is keeping a notebook of the various things that he that everyone says it's he great. needs to watch or read since the the nineteen forties. And like when he opens it, he goes, Let me write that down. You know, and he yeah. like someone says like I don't know, was it is it an Al Green album that he recommends or something? Yeah. But then if you actually if you like pause it and, and read look at everything, like it's, it says Rocky. And then in, it says Rocky and then in parentheses <laughs> Rocky too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it has good stuff in it. Yeah, it, and like oh, th- that was the other thing. Speaking of Rocky, that we ever see Batman work, working out in a workout sequence is like he, he's he has got, a chain around himself and he's doing pull ups. He's got every high tech gadget. Every high tech gadget. But he's, he's beating a tire. Yeah, beating a tire, oh dragging God. a tire. Please. Me, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's how quickly <laughs> that's, that left me. That I rolled it. my eyes and forgot it because just like, well, you're already in shape. And I get the impression this montage is probably, I don't know, a few days. Yeah. And also, you're wearing this this mechanized suit. Yes. I could wear it. Yeah. And probably do okay. Yeah. And Alfred's helping you control things. Yeah. Like, I, this is not necessary. I, it just felt like, it's like, okay, we need to show Batman preparing. If anything, we should show Batman getting his suit yeah. ready, not building up his muscles that won't matter. Yeah. And Zack Snyder is uh, the 300 guy, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So he, likes, exactly. he likes seeing guys with shirts off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does and like And hey, it. who's going to argue with him? Not he, me. Yeah. Here's cool stuff. Here's cool stuff in The Winter Soldier. It starts out with the character, Anthony Mackie is the actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes the character of the Falcon. But at the beginning, they're jogging. What are they jogging around in DC? What is that? It's a... Oh, I don't remember now, but it, yeah. It's, it's some fountain. So he's jogging around it, and so is Steve Rogers. And Steve Rogers will be like, coming on your right, and he'll pass him. And he'll literally pass him like yeah. 15 seconds later. <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh-huh. Just, and so when they're done, like Anthony Mackie's sitting there, he's breathing heavy. They don't know each other at this point, but they, he introduces himself. And then this Black Widow pulls up, and she goes, hi, and she introduces herself, and she goes... Well, there's one point where Anthony Mackie goes, I do what he does, only slower. <laughs> yeah, there's like funny stuff in it. And it's, and it, uh, and the, he doesn't become a hero known as the Falcon. The technology, the tech, the, the suit that he wears. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like CIA tech mm-hmm. and the tech name for it is Falcon. That was like the, what do they yeah. call it? Like the code name for this project was yeah. the Falcon project. So he, so that's cool. Like they just just go. He doesn't put this suit on. and They go. We're gonna call you the Falcon. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah. like that. It's they they make it where you go. Oh, that's neat. I will say the trailer before uh, Batman the Suicide Squad trailer got no reaction from wow. my uh, really from my crowd. Yeah, wow. interesting. And it fell flat to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The jokes didn't crazy. It's what we draw do. me in. And yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued up. by I'm intrigued by it simply because of what I know about Suicide Squad. That is a uh, and I know nothing about it. And that I'm assuming that is another 
comic book. That's a yeah. DC animated movie too. Okay. They did which this. I did see that. Yeah, and that cool. was pretty good. Pretty kick ass. I saw it because the Riddler's in it. Yeah. Um, I just remember seeing it surprised that Will Smith was in it. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? Here's something that I predict. Prediction. I bet he dies in it. Because mm. a big thing about Suicide Squad is that these characters. A good suicide? portion of them, yeah, oh. exactly. There's like mission accomplished, plan, <laughs> yeah. uh, slit wrists, everyone. Yeah, but, uh, they, you know, they dishonor someone so they commit like stuff. Um, but the, uh, but yeah, a big thing is that not all these characters are going to make it through. They go on these dangerous missions, and that's why it's called Suicide Squad. And a couple of them die pretty much every mission. Yeah. And I thought, like, wouldn't it be kind of awesome if the biggest star in the film? dies and maybe even dies early yeah um i don't know it's maybe they won't do that but i think that'd be pretty ballsy that would be ballsy um and as far as as far as the trailer and what they're trying to do everything about suicide squad the way it's marketed and the fact that it looks like it's it's such a such an outcast kind of thing it's guardians of the galaxy they're trying to make the galaxy they're they're like rated r thing but like even using like a pop song in it and having like goofy characters that are all coming together a bunch of misfits coming together yeah it's it's clearly that's what they want did you see guardians of the galaxy yeah yeah i liked it it's fun yeah you didn't know anything about nothing neither did i i I knew nothing about that and you're like this is awesome yeah and it's and i will say uh as long as we're predicting things um at the end of Superman, uh, at uh, Batman Superman, um, Lex Luthor is in the jail cell and he's talking about you can't unring that bell. And then he's like, he, then he says like he's coming. He said uh, like something like like it's. And I don't know who the he is. I have a theory that it's Dark, Dark Side. Side. Which, who's Thanos? He's the DC Thanos. Yeah. And part of me is like, what? And I recognize. And how that, does the, how does how does Lex Luthor know who Darkseid is? How does he know any anything. of the shit? He I don't know, know who Darkseid is. Who's Darkseid? He's he's just like a major, you know, because because since Superman, Superman's from another planet, the, the yeah. Justice League movies can. That's what I liked about the Dark Knight. It was based in reality, yes. but like once you add Superman and people from, you know, Wonder Woman's uh, over hundred years old. Once yeah. you add all those elements in, anything has. So it's, he's yeah. just like a villain. He's, a, he's an intergalactic villain. Intergalactic who's like villain. super powerful yeah. and very difficult to defeat. And so, like, if you've been seeing like the Marvel movies, they're building towards the Infinity War, and the villain is Thanos. Yeah, um, and he's <laughs> going Lord to of the Rings. You know, the yeah. darkness is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's going to be played by Josh Brolin. Yeah, an intergalactic villain played by Josh Brolin, I'm already happy. Without, without <laughs> makeup. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, he's hideous. Um, but, but yeah, yeah it's so. just, uh, but Lex Luthor just knows things he shouldn't even know. How do you know that? What well, was in the script? Oh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's in the comics. I read them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, uh, Jesse, you, you're not supposed to say that. Say what? I'm sorry, what? Uh, I'm just being honest for the first time in my life. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, and I will say that um, one of the, so most, the vast majority of critics don't care for this film. But there is a guy, and maybe this is outside of uh, your guys' uh, purview. Mm-hmm. There's a guy named Armand White. He is, many would say, a contrarian. Uh, and what's been, and I knew about him as a critic, but then I am also a politically conservative person, so I read National Review. Mm-hmm. And one of the great pleasures of the last couple of years is that for whatever reason, National Review decided they were going to have Ar- uh, Armand White do their movie reviews. So you have this guy who's like a total contrarian. He hates everything that everybody loves. He loves everything that everybody hates. Nice. And then he really flowers up his reviews like with 
with uh, like, you know, two dollar words and that sort of thing. Like I'm semi literate and uh, I read that. I'm like, I don't know what Armin White is saying. <laughs> and then I look in the comments and I will say that when it comes to movies and art in general, conservatives tend to be a pretty meat and potatoes bunch. Mm-hmm. And for them to read this guy, the comment section are oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be like this. Like people just being like, I think this guy might be full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he in his review he said he one of the re- and he loved Batman Superman. He's like, wow. oh, finally someone brings like some real adult sensibilities, some real uh, some right. real deep philosophy to superhero movies. And it's like this is the first one with like a with a soul. This is the first one that that uses the opportunity to like ask serious questions. I was like, have you not seen super like? <laughs> Like, I recognize that some of the philosophy of the Dark Knight is not quite as deep as people think it is. Yeah. But that's some real deep, like, nihilistic stuff that the Joker is saying. Yeah. His stuff is is not unlike what Anton Chigurh is saying in No Country for Old Men, and that is a very serious film. Yeah. And so, like, this is this is far from the first movie to do that. But then I thought, like, oh, right, those other movies were beloved by people, which means Armin White probably thought that they were <laughs> soulless and, and terrible. Right. And it just, like... So he's the only critic that I know of that really liked the, it, well, loved the film. I hope I hope his a quote from him is on the uh, DVD box. <laughs> I, he's he's not a remarkably quotable person because his sentences again are like I don't know twenty eight words long, and each of them just no nobody's going to incorporate his French words into their uh, Batman Superman <laughs> pull quote. But uh, anyway, so I think we will we will leave it there. Uh, we're all over the place, but that's okay because the movie was too. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you guys, and hey, the next time. Next time we get a Superman movie, Justice League. The next, no, Justice, Justice League, League. Yeah, you know, obviously we'll make, we'll force Mike to see. Yeah, because that's the only time he'll ever. I be hope on the show. I hope. <laughs> my, I look, and we we want to we the next time we meet it would be great to sit here and say this movie was the best. You know what I mean? Great to say. I that. like good movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we don't, don't want to talk negatively about these movies. We want them to be good. That's why we're we're here. That's the other thing, and actually something to bring up. Uh, a lot of people said that a lot of people that like the movie and have a, and take issue with the way the critics respond to it. A lot of them say like, "Oh, well, they went in with their minds made up." Mm-hmm. And I will say that for myself, not being a Zack Snyder fan, yeah, I came in thinking like, "Okay, it's likely I won't like this movie." Yeah, um, but critics tend not to do that. Like they want movies to be good. They yeah. want, uh, there've been movies that I expect to be bad right. and then they surprise me and I'm excited about that rather than I get pissed that I was wrong. Right. And unlike critics, we, I had, we had to pay to see this movie. Yeah. I paid for me and my daughter. You paid for yeah. yourself paid in a day. Far too much. Yeah. yeah so I mean, it's, it's not cheap to see a movie. So you want to go in and you want it to be good. And we yeah. love these characters. So we want them to be portrayed and this was in 3D too. The right? best intentions. I, I, I did not see it, see it in 3D. 3D. I think I it would have. I think my mind, my head would yeah. have exploded if I saw this in 3D. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. In case anybody thinks it's that, like, it can be fun to like rag on movies that are bad, especially big, ambitious, high budget movies yeah. that are bad. But I'd rather they be good. Yes. You know. So even if I think it's going to be bad. I'm, I'd rather be proven wrong and actually have a good time than, than <laughs> yeah. be like, it's like, well, I get to get it, you know, I get to be an asshole about it on the podcast. Yeah, I, am, I don't no, want to hate something. No, no, I am so it. excited for Captain America Civil War. I can't even tell you just thinking about it. So I'm, am I going to have to see Winter Soldier before that? Probably. Yes. Probably. Okay. Yes. Because there is a major character. Yeah. That, uh, that the Winter Soldier. Of, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's kind but, of a catalyst for Did that. you see the, uh, the Avengers movies? Yeah. 
Yeah, you'll be able to jump right into Winter Soldier then. Okay. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. Did you see both Avengers movies? I'm trying to think if I saw the second one. Second one has the Vision. And it has Ultron. Ultron. Voiced by James Spader. Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah, a James Spader bot. I feel like you'd remember. Yeah, Spader. Yeah, so. you, can, you should see Winter Soldier, but you will... Winter Soldier is a great movie. It's like yeah. it's like a political thriller. Yeah. With it's like an espionage thing. It's pretty great. It's really great and nothing is silly about it. Like no. nothing is silly about it. But it's not th- You know what? Here's the here's the thing. There's a difference between serious and self-serious. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier is serious. Yeah. Batman versus Superman is self-serious. Yeah. Where it's just like it, it's like you guys, we've got we're doing really big yeah. things whereas uh we're really Winter serious Soldier, here. Yeah. Winter Soldier just does it. Yep. You know, There's a scene in Winter Soldier where Captain uh, Steve Rogers gets in an elevator and then slowly all these guys file in the elevator with him. And you just know, you go, here we go. They're, <laughs> they're there for one reason. And doesn't he say? He sa- he's, like, he's like, something like, are, we sh- are you guys sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to so do this? so then it's like a fight with multiple people in a very small space. <laughs> and it's great. And it's great. And it's not a dark elevator. It's a glass elevator. So yeah. it's brightly lit. Yeah. And think about so like, And you just go, you go, like in this movie, like when I saw when I saw the original Superman movie long ago when I was, you know, however old I was, 14, mm-hmm. like you walked out of there and you wanted to be Superman. Like in this Captain, like in Captain America, you go, man, I want to be Captain America <laughs> yeah. so much. And think how exciting it is that like, and he's a hero. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. He is straight up about innocent people have to live, bad guys have to be taken down. And yet he's not boring. There's not a real purity to him, but he's boring. And he, he's not that boring. character could be straight up boring. No question. And he's I, not. I.e. Superman. Yeah. I found myself wondering when they announced that they were going to do a Captain America movie in the first place. I was like, is Captain America going to work in <laughs> modern jaded America? Yeah. And he works great. He works great. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. That's that elevator sequence where it's just a handful of guys in a small space mm-hmm. and it's just choreography. Yeah. That is so much more exciting to me than these than buildings falling or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just people would say it's small scale, but it's like it's not about scale, it's about emotional investment. Yeah. And I'm and when and think about how how and, scary and it would execution be to be a, and how you yeah. execute that scene. Yeah. And it's wonderfully executed. And those are the guys I think they're doing Civil War. Yeah, and they're they are. the guys that are going to be doing both Infinity, Infinity War, War movies. movies. The so Russo like, brothers. Yeah. Which I'm very excited about. Yeah. But uh, I mean, and we've seen that elevator scene before. I think it's in, in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Bruce Willis gets in an elevator okay. with a bunch of guys, like four guys, but still mm-hmm. one on four in an elevator. Yeah. But this is so amazing. Yeah. And it's just, uh, man, I got to I gotta watch Civil War. Again. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and I find it in talking, it's just like, in talking with you, it's like, all right, I got to watch Daredevil. And Mike, you got to watch Daredevil. I guess you were um, a soldier. Yeah. And I will say Daredevil has my favorite comic book villain Ever, my favorite—not that he's my favorite villain in comic books—but as far as the writing and the performance, it is my favorite. Uh, is it Kingpin? Kingpin. Yeah, my favorite on-screen uh, superhero villain, uh, uh, comic book villain I've ever seen. I, he's so fully conceived, wonderfully performed. I cannot speak highly enough of that character. <laughs> He sort of, I like the series in general, but he makes that series for me. Season two is so amazing that I'm almost bummed that you have to watch season one to get to season two, even though season one 
Season one's amazing too. It's amazing. Yeah. Mike, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm excited for you. I know. I can discover it for the first yeah, time. Yeah. You have Netflix? No, I don't. Well, you gotta really? I know. Everybody says this every time I say, no, I don't have it yet. So you're more of a, you're more of a Hulu plus guy. Well, I'm thinking of getting rid of my, I'm cutting the uh, cable cord. Oh yeah. I might yeah. go Apple TV. Yeah. I do I have, have that direct as well. TV. Yeah. And they just keep raising the prices and yeah. I just go, you know what? You guys know you're on your way out, right? Right. Because, yeah. I don't think they get it. No. Or it's the last grasp. You have Apple TV? I do. You like and it? I, t- I do. I like it a lot. And I'll say this. What if I have more than one TV? Do I have to have two Apple, an Apple you TV do. for each? You That's do. okay, though. Yeah. Because they cost, what, 99 bucks each? About, yeah. And my direct TV bill is $150 a month yeah, right now? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and w- uh, a bit of good news about Apple TV. There is a movie app. On there, so if you have movie, oh, we come full circle yeah. on the ah. movie. Yeah. You can do that, and so not planned. You know, Spelled M U B I, right? That's correct. M U B I dot com slash Battleship. You get a, a month free. So, Mike, if you're looking to get involved in a streaming service, might I suggest Boy. movie? Okay, and then on the twenty second, you should see an eye for beauty. Okay, so right. In uh, in, in French theaters. or English, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, uh, all of the above. Oddly enough, German. Okay. So um, okay, so we will leave it there. Thank you guys so much thank for being you. here. I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, listeners, thank you. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any announcements. If you've listened this far, most people tune out at this point, so you will not. <laughs> you will not know that here's something we're doing at the end of April. We're doing another round of commentaries. This time. We are doing commentary tracks for the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher Batman films. Uh, one of the people commenting will be our own Pat Francis. Oh, yay. Batman yay. Film. And what film are you going to be sitting in on? I think it's Batman uh, and Robin. That's right? correct. You yeah. will oh, be. No, they're the worst of the worst. <laughs> right? We'll be closing so it out. So, uh, yeah, the, the ones. Do you like any of them? Of the Tim Burton, of, of that era? Of those four movies. I don't like any of them. Hmm. But I mean, but. I, I could rank them and I could say there's parts of Batman Returns that I, I like and there's some yeah. scenes in Batman I like. But is yeah. It, the, yeah. Not is Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze? Yep. The, the, yes. Oh. I'll put you on the ice. <laughs> oh, that's one of... And Batgirl, right? Batgirl. Silverstone. Just uh-huh. Batgirl for no reason. Just shows up. Hey, I'm like stupid kid and I've never trained at all, but I'm going to put this suit on and now let's go fight. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile... So there's no motivation. There's no like... Is that what it's called? Motivation? Yeah. Yeah. For anyone's actions in any of these movies. Did you see... And yet... Watch out. There's a scene in Batman and Robin between Bruce Wayne and Alfred, which I think is a a solid scene out of any of those four movies. Oh, yeah. There's a scene between Clooney and Alfred Go. Uh, Michael Go. Michael Go. And it's great. Yeah. It's a great, solid scene. Serious scene. Did you guys see a film called Super with Rain Wilson? Yes. Yes. Did you like it? Yeah. I lo- I loved it. Yep. It was one of my favorite movies, and it's basically like a guy decides he wants to be a superhero, and Ellen Page. To- Ellen Page yep. is in it. Ah. He's he's like the Crimson Bolt, and he he dresses in this red, and he's kind of like Kick Ass in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he hits people with a wrench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And then she is his sidekick, Bolty. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's really a really great film, and, and very vi- funny. And violent, super violent, super violent. It's James Gunn. Who yeah. did Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. really? So I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Lots of recommendations yeah. here. Also, don't forget to check out uh, Pat's podcast, Rock Solid, 
and Mike's podcast, Travel Tales. You can find them on, on iTunes and you can follow both of them on Twitter. Uh, okay, but yeah, we will leave it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank you. And Thank we'll you. get you next time. Bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 